Are you a virtual assistant juggling all the things? You know, inquiries, contracts, payments. It can feel a little overwhelming at times trying to keep up with everything, right? Well, meet your new business BFF, insert HoneyBook. Think of HoneyBook as the upgrade your VA business didn't even know that it needed, taking you from beginner to polished and professional in no time. I've been using HoneyBook since day one of my business, and let me tell you, it's been a lifesaver for this busy mom. It's user-friendly, lets you automate workflows, and my favorite part is that it's completely customizable, so it'll look like it's native to your brand. I know what you're thinking. Do I really need a customer management platform? Well, spoiler alert, yes, you do. It's the secret ingredient that's given my VA business a 98% success rate of turning curious inquiries into solid bookings. Now, here's the deal. You can score an amazing 50% off right now if you use the link in the show notes. That's right. You heard that correctly. 50% off your entire subscription for any plan. And trust me when I say your business deserves the HoneyBook Upgrade. Hi there. First and foremost, I want to wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving from us here over at the Virtual Assistant Studio. From our families to yours, we hope you have a wonderful day and we hope you enjoy this bonus episode filled to the brim with juicy goodness. We're giving you three easy, actionable steps for how you can flip your mindset and become even more grateful today. I hope you enjoy this bonus episode and let's get to it. Welcome to the Millennial Mom Movement, a podcast that's all about redefining what it means to be a working mom. I'm your host and business BFF, Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week we dig deep and reverse engineer how to make money on your own terms. Get ready for inspiring insights, fun chats, and tangible tips to rewrite your success story. Let's dive on in. In honor of Thanksgiving week, I thought it would be fun to dive into not only what I'm thankful for this year, but how I incorporate gratitude into my everyday life. I know it can be so easy to get caught up in the prepping of the turkey and making sure your house is clean for guests coming over and trying not to be overwhelmed by the pressure to buy all of the things of Thanksgiving week because of Black Friday sales and it seems like your inbox is exploding. And I know personally, I am somehow on a bunch of text message lists for retailers that I didn't even know I was part of and I'm getting text messages from them and it just feels like it can truly be so much. And I think it's easy to forget to truly take a step back and reflect on the many blessings that we do have. And I see this so often, not just Thanksgiving week, but as we go through every week thereafter, you know, as moms and as 
business owners, there are groceries to be bought and laundry to be folded and tiny humans that need to be taken care of that I think we can almost forget to give thanks. And not because we're not grateful, but when you're crunched for time and you've already reheated your coffee 10 times that day, it can feel like there isn't a tiny second to spare to even let your mind wander to allowing yourself to be grateful. And I know this feeling all too well, which is exactly why I wanted to share three easy ways that I've incorporated gratitude into my everyday life and how it's changed the way I approach my days, not only as a business owner, but as a wife and a mother and a friend and a daughter and all these other hats that we have as women. The first thing that I do is I prioritize time for myself. And I'm sure you hear this all the time. Self-care is important, right? Like you hear that, but actually sitting down and thinking about what that looks like can be challenging. And it can also feel a little uncomfortable because I know personally, if I take 10, 15 minutes myself, that mom guilt starts to creep in. My to-do list feels like it's pulling at me saying, why aren't you getting things done? And you should be using this time to be more productive. And you could be crafting an email for the business or working on client work or doing X, Y, and Z. And before we dive into this first one, I'm just here to tell you that it's okay to take a few minutes to yourself. In fact, when we fill up our own cups, it's amazing how that overflows and fills up other people's cups in return. This could be waking up just ever so slightly earlier so that I can go downstairs and drink my coffee in peace, which is exactly what I've been doing. And I am a person that loves a full eight hours of sleep. So that means I also have to go to bed a few minutes earlier in order to be able to do this, but it's something that's worth it to me. So closing down the laptop or turning off Netflix, which is probably something I don't need to be doing anyways at 10 o'clock at night and telling myself that I need to go to bed is so worth it because having that time, even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes, is vital to my mental health. Now, I feel like I should mention this isn't time to be scrolling Instagram. It's not time to be checking your inbox. It's not time to be jotting down things for your to-do list. This is purely time to just think. And it's quiet time. So if you have kids, this might be something that you do in the mornings or after they go to bed. And if you have a spouse, this might be something that you have to communicate to them that, you know, you're going to go take 10, 15 minutes. Maybe it's not waking up early in the morning and drinking your coffee in peace like it is for me. Maybe it's taking a bath, which is sometimes that I love to do too. After I'll put the tiny babe to bed at night, I'll go take a warm bath in the evening and I don't bring my phone in the bathtub. I'm not doing anything else. I'm just enjoying the moment, which leads me into my second tip where I incorporate gratitude into my everyday life and I write down the small things that I'm grateful for. These 10 minutes allow me 
the time to think about what those things are. I say small because we don't want to focus on the big things, not because they're not important. For instance, you don't want to just jot down, I'm thankful for my house, I'm thankful for my husband, I'm thankful for my kids, and then move on. Not that you're not thankful for those things, but it can be just such a blanket statement that it really doesn't resonate with you and it's not going to change your mindset long term. So for instance, an example of a small thing that you might write down, and this is just something on the top of my head because this happened a few days ago, is I walk downstairs to make my coffee and we have a Keurig in our kitchen and you have to refill the water in order to make the coffee. My husband doesn't even drink coffee most mornings. He might just like grab it at work. He had refilled the coffee maker for me, which may seem small, but I knew when I saw that that he had done that and that meant so much to me because it meant not only was he thinking of me, even though he wasn't planning on making coffee himself in the morning, but he wanted my morning to be just a little bit less stressed. So he did this small act of kindness that showed just how much he cared. And sometimes my small things are that Beckham asked me to read him a book for the third time and he actually let me read all the words instead of just flipping the pages or he said love you mama just because and not because I said it first there's a million other cute little things that also have to do with Beckham that a lot of times make the list there are also other things that happen throughout the day like a really good cup of coffee or the weather was perfect. And you know what I mean about those small, joyful moments that make their way into your days. Sometimes it's that you see a sweet moment of a stranger. I know I've encountered that before where I see something, I'm in Target and I see like a cute old couple and it just melts my heart. That might be something that I write down because it makes me happy to see those kinds of things. And sometimes I jot down the big things, you know, those need to be noted too. Don't get me wrong. You bet when I launched the virtual assistant studio course, (laughs) yeah, I wrote that down. And when I land a new client, heck yeah, that's going on the paper too. I think the focus of this exercise is really to focus on the small everyday moments that when you compile them together equal really big blessings. That right there is the point of taking the time to do this in the first place. And this can be done in a notebook from the dollar store. You can get a fancy journal if you want. You can put it in your phone, wherever. I personally like to handwrite things because I will just jot down the date and then, you know, three or four things. It doesn't take very long. It's just such a beautiful way to either start or end your day that really puts you in that thankful, gratitude-first mindset. And it's also really cool if you are writing it down in a notebook to be able to look back sometimes if I have a few extra minutes, I might flip back a couple months and see what was I thankful for and what was on my heart at that time. It's amazing to see how there are some similarities, but how so many things have happened and there are so many amazing blessings over the span of even just a few months that we can be thankful for. That right there is worth it to me. The third and final tip, which is actually very easy to incorporate gratitude into your daily life, has to do with not only a mindset shift, but the way in which 
you talk to yourself. And I know this sounds a little crazy. And I honestly cannot take credit for this. I'm not the one who came up with it. I actually read about it in a book by Susie Moore called Let It Be Easy. Here's what she says about this concept in the book amongst many other nuggets of gold in that book. I would highly recommend if you're looking for a new book to read around the holidays, this is a good one to add to your list. Everyone has a to-do list. I know I do. Mine feels like it's a game of whack-a-mole most days where as soon as I knock one thing off, like three more things pop up. Sometimes I can allow myself to feel stressed and overwhelmed and have anxiety by just how many things need to be done, especially when you look at it grand scheme of things, it can be a little overwhelming. And thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I don't have time to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm dreading doing this, and I need to email this person back, but I haven't yet, and it's been over the 24-hour mark, and I need to do that, and then it's causing more and more stress. Instead of thinking, oh my gosh, and I need to fold the laundry, and I need to return the email, and I need to do this, I challenge you guys, and this is what she says in the book, is to put one small thing in front of the to-do list, and that is the word get. So your to-do list becomes a get to-do list. And this one tiny three-letter word makes all the difference. Instead of, I need to do the laundry, it becomes, I get to do the laundry. And I get to do the laundry because I have clothes that need to be washed and I have a washer machine to wash them in and I have a family that I prayed for that need clean clothes and they need me to wash and fold them. And it's amazing how this tiny little word when placed in front of to do changes the entire meaning completely. And I know for me personally, instead of feeling overwhelmed or having anxiety around things, it really gives me a sense of pride that I get to do these seemingly mundane things like laundry and dishes and putting gas in my car. How lucky am I that I have a car that's reliable, that I can drive around, that's safe for my child? How lucky am I that I have a child to drive around? I feel like it's kind of like this string that once you start pulling at it, it really, really changes your mindset of all the things that you have to do now become things that you get to do. And for me, that's just such a beautiful thing. It's funny because the other day I read this quote on Instagram and I'm not sure who the source is to be able to give them credit, but it said you are currently living at least one of the prayers you used to pray. This hit home for me in so many ways, and I couldn't help but think of all the things that I used to dream and pray about that I now get to live out. I'm sure this is true of at least one thing for you as well. So my hope is that for you on this Thanksgiving week with these Three tangible small tips when implemented into your life might change your everyday mindset to one of gratitude and 
might start to make over your mind because when we start thinking about things from an abundance perspective and have joy around what we already have and all that we've accomplished, anything is truly possible. You just finished another episode of the Millennial Mom Movement Podcast. And because I know you're a mover and shaker, here's your action item. Snap a screenshot of this episode, share it over on Instagram, and tag me at Amanda Rush Holmes. Each week, I'll pick one person and send you a Starbucks gift card on me as my way of saying, hey, thanks for hanging out with me on the regular and being a part of this incredible movement. See you next week.